0: For a big week next week, so if you're the toughest, smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. We got Scott from the Northeast. I'm here on the West Coast, and we're comparing notes uh, to see what we missed on 16 losses to convert them into weeks wins for the next two weeks. And then we get into the playoffs. This week, we were saved by going eight and two NBA to get us through a regular profit. What are your first words? It's it's always crazy. It's always been crazy. I think we're more aware of the uncertainty yep. and the chaos. Yeah. I mean, words,
1: as we said last week before Wednesday night show, it's Christmas week. It's going to be chaotic. It's going to be crazy. Sure enough, chaotic, crazy. Just look at last night's Monday night game, and that'll tell you all you need to know about. Idiosyncrasies that went on in the game by the uh, right. by, by the idiot referees. So,
0: right.
1: You know, Christmas week is always a tough week. It's always it's always a uh, it's always a battle. You know, if you make profit, Christmas week you're doing something right. Uh, we exactly. made profit. Yeah, exactly. we made profit. So, you know, it wasn't all in the NFL. It was NBA. It was college football. It Was a bunch of stuff. So, um,
0: but we made profit in the in, in uh, NFL, which isn't easy.
1: Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, not as much as we wanted to, but I get Like you said, it's never easy. It's
0: never easy. So, it's never we make it look easy. Like this week, we'll make it look easy, but it's been a lot of lumps. Yeah. So, out of, we're going into what? Week 17 next, next week? Yep. So, out of 16 weeks, we've had uh, 12, 13 profitable weeks. Most of those weeks have been high profit. There's been a couple weeks we squeaked by. This week we squeaked by because we decided – we already had Houston uh, as the dog. But we decided on the um, – and I bet it, right? Mm-hmm. And I publicized it and I put it on Twitter. It's Houston money line because of the turmoil going on. I'm, I don't think – I think – just I haven't heard after that. I don't think after Breville – Came up with a paper trying to cut somebody. And they told him, you can't cut anybody. You got to go get John. And John is this 24-year-old guy who just graduated from college. (laughs) Was the assistant GM. He's the assistant GM. And you got to go through the chain of command, right? I have an MBA. You go to corporate. go through the chain of command. So if the GM gets fired, the guy below him is the assistant GM. Right under the every NFL team is different. You would think they were the same. I have a friend of mine who's worked on five NFL front offices. He's like me though. He has an MBA. He's as strict as I am. Maybe strict as Anna is as a psychotherapist. Very strict on business practices and best practices. Each NFL team he's worked with has had different rules, different culture, different thing going on. So. Tennessee has his own thing going on. So the assistant GM, John, (laughs) skinny white guy, just got out of the uh, college. He's the one who can approve people cut, getting cut, and stuff like that. Whatever you want to do. I think Brabo just went back to the office through the papers on the ground because they haven't even scored more than seven points. It seems like after that incident. Listen,
1: Johnny hasn't even hit hit the age where he could make decisions on his own.
0: Coach Rabel, is that what you want to do, really? Well, he can't rent a car, right? You have to be twenty six to rent a car. Yeah, this He's guy's twenty four, two years. But no, coach. Sorry, coach. Really, he didn't know what was going on either. He's like, oh, I don't know, coach. Uh, I'll talk to uh, Miss Adams. She got him the job, right? Which is she's the on owner. vacation. She's
1: on vacation. want one
0: before. Exactly. She fired the general manager. Because the bean counter, because every it doesn't matter for USC. I think Ohio State gets the right out of the window, Michigan, but USC to the world. Notre Dame's very organized, big program. They have a bean counter who doesn't watch sports. All he's looking at are numbers. They're like, "Hey, you need to fire the GM, or else you're getting killed on payroll taxes." So she's like, "Okay, he's gone." But what she needed to do is send out a memo or her assistant. Say, hey, we need to send out a memo that Brable can't just start cutting players now <laughs> and making trades, making moves because he's not the general manager. It's John, the you know, whoever who went to school with your son, and now he's the assistant GM. So in that chaos, we picked Houston on the money line, Vegas kind of top because when you get plus 250, you're smart and you're doing something good low plus 250. Vegas actually betting the money line with you. So we actually bet the money line with Vegas plus 150. And we ended up 15 and 16. 16 losses. So, Hot Throne Effect podcast. Chad, um, he's in parts unknown. Snowboarding. <laughs> hanging out with his girlfriend. Maybe he showed up to his new job. We don't know. But he said he's going to be on tomorrow. And he said... He was going to be on the college football podcast. Okay. Because he, he wants part of that 65% we got first half. We got some games going on now. So he's going to be on the next two. But he wanted to be on this one always because this one is the one you make the most money with. Because you're not delusional. You're not like, oh, I'm winning. I'm 80%. Really? Let's look at your spreadsheet. Oh, I don't have a spreadsheet. Oh, I hit this 15 parlay. I want 15000 Okay, great. But is it really a long-term strategy? Are you going to hit $15,000 parlay every week? What's your, how much money have you spent on parlay so far? On teasers so far. So what's your record? and How much money have you made? Not. We are at 59%, which we were last year. So we still got redemption. We have two more weeks to beat last year. Podcast record is 64%. Maybe we can get that if we get on a massive roll. Mm-hmm. uh playoff record to 78 percent, though that we did last year but we got two weeks to uh to really go good so if we go 30 out of 32 two weeks in a row that's that's good we might be even be in the mid 60s really
1: you're really putting the pressure on us to- <laughs>
0: <laughs> pressure on myself to come up with a you, you have to but you have to though that's the thing but we gotta- it's yeah. the process right we're yeah. bending the process. And it goes farther than picking games. It goes into business. It goes into your personal relationships. Uh, we talked about 500 Days of Summer. I'll make sure I have that clip out there. People can click on it. Uh, Gordon Levitt talking about that movie. Uh, the guy was delusional about how much a girl liked him. We've all yep. been delusional about how much a girl a girl likes us. Right. So uh, we're delusional how good we are picking games. And you have to focus on reality, not be delusional, especially if you're poor middle class, because you will get hammered. Rich people get a pass. (laughs) Just Saturdays of the world, they get a pass. We don't, man. We get hammered if we're not locked into what's real, what's reality. Authenticity, right? So first game, we're going to look at. So it's bad pick or bad luck. In probability theory, the highest level is 80%. So there's a 20% luck factor. Uh, first game was the Jets. Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Uh, man, I'm torn between bad pick or bad luck. I mean, we know that the Jets don't want to make the playoffs, right? We know that Johnson owns $30 million to the IRS. The IRS is telling him to cut labor costs, to cut costs. And making the playoffs is an extra cost. So the IRS is going to raise an eyebrow to just make the playoffs <laughs> and pay for uh, travel costs because the IRS is more sports. IRS all cares about one thing, that they get their money. <laughs> That's the only thing they care about. And if the Jets make the playoffs and pay for travel costs and the IRS gets less of this money, the IRS is going to be pissed. But I think the Jets outdid themselves this time. They're playing Jacksonville, another team that perennially – uh, owner Khan right his brother is the mayor of London Well, they're related they found out they're related now they're best friends they're they're related you know Middle Eastern family they don't want to make the playoffs because the travel costs either they just want that TV money on the road it really seems like both teams are trying to lose this game uh why did people charge last game last night? Really? You paid $5,000 to go to a Colts game and they scored exactly three points. And they had, they bring out a dinosaur as quarterback. Well, we'll get to that game later. Uh, I really don't feel bad about this because people decided that Garrett Wilson will never play an NFL game again because he's proven, right? That he cannot play quarterback in the NFL because both Jacksonville and New England both said, we're going to play vanilla defense. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We're just going to wait for this idiot to make a mistake. And he did. He got pulled. And we're bringing in a guy literally from the street. (laughs) Literally a guy managing a grocery store, bring him in this game late to uh, short passes. At least he didn't turn the ball over. Uh, Bad pick or bad luck. We, we we got the under. We We were all over on the under. Oh yeah. We didn't no get question. the side. The Jets minus one
1: and a half. This this was one of the weather games um, that we we leaned heavily toward the under, and, and it paid off in this situation. Right. Um, Zach Wilson is he's going to get either traded. or – the the story that was confirmed by Rappaport and Glazer is that the Jets are moving on from him at the end of this year. He's done in New York. So, that leads me to believe that they don't have much cap room, they're very cheap, that Mike White will be the starting quarterback next year. And he should. And he should. He's done a, he's done a really he good job. Start yep. He start oh.
0: last week. He was not yeah, cleared last week. He was not cleared last week. the doctor week. not to clear him.
1: Yeah. So, they sure.
0: either lose this game. Yep. Or they were giving um, Gary Wilson every single opportunity he could. Exactly. To be the starter. Exactly. So, you had
1: three quarterbacks active for Thursday night. You had Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Chris St- Strevel or whatever his name is. They the must have went to Flacco when team. Flacco said, eh, eh, no, no, I don't want any part of this. So that's why they went to Strevel the practice squad guy <clears throat> who they just brought up. But the Jets are, are a terrible team. They're going to be much, much better with Mike White now. You watch this this game coming up. Totally, be much, Mike
0: might be play the role Yeah. Versus
1: so, I don't feel bad about this pick. Jacksonville's coming up. The weather is terrible. Last time they played in weather like this, Trevor Lawrence turned the ball over five times. I knew it was going to be bad weather. I kind of banked on that he would turn the ball over a couple of times. And he did. He did. He turned the ball over a couple of times. But he also played just good enough for them to win. And the Jets are just awful without Mike White. Mike White makes the whole difference in that team. So, yeah.
0: You know, the, I don't feel my, bad about this pick at all either. I'd really. Yeah, you, you know. Uh, I, I was thinking that Trevor Lawrence did not play well enough for them to win. He played well enough for the Jets to lose. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Exactly.
1: That's, that's basically it. You know, the combination of Lawrence playing just bad enough, just good enough for the Jags to win, and Zach Wilson playing no quarterback position at all. That's the result we yeah. got in this game. So, One time,
0: one time, Cal and Cal turd. Went oh, 0-18 against the spread. This is not easy. So when we break even for several weeks yeah, or come up with a slight profit, we're doing really good. Absolutely. And some Absolutely. people are 20%. Some podcasts went 20% four or five weeks in a row and shut down because yeah. they're like, oh, we're sorry. We're giving you bad picks for six. We don't do that because we do the <laughs> effect And we're brutally honest with ourselves. And mm-hmm. whenever I say, Josh, you're being delusional you're being schizophrenic, you know. queuing on conspiracy theories. Take a step back and observe. And whenever I do that, it bites me in the ass. <laughs> I <laughs> lose money doing that. So we're gonna go back. We're gonna make that adjustment, right? Definition of a fool: someone who continues to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. I want eighty percent. Two weeks where we did well. Really, we did well. To break even. In the holiday season, with all this chaos and craziness, and all this withholding of information, they withhold information from you, so you are not able to predict outcomes. Scott and I are not supposed to be at fifty percent. The you know the casino guys are throwing stuff at the TV. Why Scott dropped fifty percent after going eighty percent? This is ridiculous, right? They want us to be at twenty percent because they're the casinos. In the book, What time? I did. That, I thought about this this morning. What time? I sent the bookie who was coming to pay me. I sent him to the landlord to give him the landlord the money. <laughs> Save me a trip. So why am I getting the money from the bookie and then going to the landlord giving the book? You know that you know the landlord. The landlord, you know, lets you. Yeah. Do your bookmaking here why don't you just give him the money and that's it and bring me back the receipt. Then I know you gave him the money. <laughs> so the casino in the sports, we hate Scott and I because they haven't gotten one penny per month. <laughs> they paid us out an exorbitant amount of money. Right, <coughs> So believe me, we're doing well. Uh, bad pick or bad luck, Atlanta. All right. So you got to we don't believe in Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. Reality is, Arthur Smith sucks at goal line plays, fourth and inches play. Because time after time, Atlanta has been stopped on fourth and inches to win games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We had Atlanta plus the A points. Good pick. Nagy can't blame it on Mariota. He was blaming it on Mariota. <laughs> Now he has a new young quarterback plus one. All he has to do is RPO, fake it inside and run outside, get the first, you know, get the first down, or get the touchdown. Well, he couldn't execute that, so he has to be Arthur Miller. Every quarterback you put in there, you get the same result. Arthur Miller, Arthur Smith, Arthur Miller is the uh, playwright. Arthur Smith is soon probably going to be fired coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He's doing too much. He's the head coach and offensive coordinator play caller. He needs to either get somebody on his staff or call Dick Vermeule, call some old coach to give him some red zone plays because his sucked. know sucked all year long, <laughs> whether it's Mariota or Ritter, and this time it cost his money. He was fourth and inches twice on the way to win the game and he can't he can't do it. Can't convert. So I say bad luck at that one. So we're saying the two first picks are bad luck versus bad pick. So you said plus eight, right? Yeah. It's a push. It's a
1: push. Push. Side push. So we don't
0: lose any money, but we didn't make, make it.
1: On. yeah. The total, the total we got right. The total yeah. we were all over the under again. Right. In this ball, the total it, it was an under game for sure. We both We all agreed it was going to be a running game, which winds the clock. And a lot of points are usually not scored by one team when they try to run the ball 70% of the time. That's what Atlanta's doing, Arthur Smith. I I look at the Falcons' bowl line packages as two years ago, Nick Chubb for the Browns could never get in the end zone from the one-yard line. He always gets stuffed. So I think they're running the same packages as the Cleveland Browns ran two years ago. And if that's the case, that's a no, it's a no go twice. I can remember once against the commanders and once in this game, they had the ball down inside the two late in the game and couldn't put it in the end zone. So I agree with our, our process. It was a hundred percent on, on money. And I, and the under obviously hit. So I, this is bad luck, bad luck.
0: So yeah, bad luck. Uh so sixteen wrong, two bad luck. Mm-hmm. New Orleans plus three under thirty-three. crush that game. Yep. Gotta get it. Part of the profit. Detroit. We're seventy percent in Detroit games. We held our own. We knew it was gonna be over the forty four. But Carolina, so gotta make adjustments. I'm calling this a bad pick because, uh, and I said it earlier in the season teams that are good early are going to be late bad. The teams that are bad early are going to be late good. Because yeah. so this is one of those teams Carolina's turned things around. And they've turned it around because Steve Wolf admitted, admitted that he's not using analytics. Right, right. And he lied to the owner. The owner said, are you going to use analytics? Because now we can't hire you. He said, yes. And then when he got in there, uh, he, he's acting crazy, right? On purpose. Say, oh, I lost the paper to the analytics. <laughs> like a doc in my homework, I lost the paper. I didn't know what we're going to do. We just went the conventional route. Well, well the owner is mad. They're, they're winning games. And, that, and that's, you know, if you're going to steal second base, you got to make sure you make it, right? So he's throwing analytics at the window, but he's winning games. So the owner's in a tough spot now because owner's all about – owner's made billions in analytics, but it was a different field. It was finance, not football. So Carolina's a different team now. We've adjusted a little bit. We But we didn't do it with Detroit because Detroit had been playing well. And what happened in this game is that Aaron Glenn needs another coach up there to help him with in-game adjustments. He's great at strategizing. He's great at putting a defense together, but he's not good at in game adjustments. He could not adjust in this game. They adjusted off the bye. They got rid of a coach, who wasn't doing the bump and run right, and their scheme weren't well. Now, a team schemed against this new scheme coming off a of bye. Kicking Aaron Glenn's ass, and Aaron Glenn does not know how to walk and shoot gum at the same time. He doesn't know how to adjust. So, what do you do? You bring in. Um, uh, Dan Pease is working for somebody. But you bring in um uh, – I'm trying to think of that one guy's name, zone blitz guy used to be a Pittsburgh. You bring in a Keith Buckler. You bring in somebody to sit there and make an adjustment. Right? So what do you think, Scott? Bad pick or bad luck Detroit? I say that's the first bad pick we're going to look at right now.
1: Yeah, I think it was a bad pick. And I, I think the reason why it was a bad pick – was because as you said, Carolina still has a lot to play for. Right. They've gotten better following the Matt Rule dismissal.
0: Right. And
1: Steve Wilkes has gotten that team rallied around. They scored 37 points in this game. I don't, you know, they scored 30 against Seattle a few weeks ago. They scored 37 in this game. So obviously analytics is, is taking a back seat too. We're going to win the games. I don't care what Analytics says. I'm doing the doing it the way I want to do it. He doesn't yeah, care. He's an NFL veteran.
0: What, what this especially twenty five years.
1: What this job by Steve Wilkes has done, even if Carolina says, "All right, you're done, see you later," he's going to get a job someplace else. Obviously, because he knows how to coach. So, yeah. So Carolina, you know, Sam Donald has been really good. They have the division title. They're they're not. They don't have it in in control. If they went out, they win the division, but. If they go to Tampa this week and beat them, you know, they're in first place in the division. All they gotta do is win their last win their last two when they're division champions. So, you know, Christian McCaffrey gets traded, Matt Rule gets fired. You think, all right, Carolina's gonna, they're not gonna be very good. Yeah, they played really well lately. So um, you know, but he, but he I was going anybody. I was going on on the fact that Detroit was playing really good football right. lately. And they've been on a nice roll here, and Dan Campbell has done a nice job. Jared Goff played well, but the Detroit Road team showed up in this game. And so it's a bad pick because it was going to eventually, and it did this game. So bad pick.
0: Bad pick. Uh, Chicago plus 12, under 41, I guess Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's in a tough spot. They can't go home. Mm-hmm. Sitting there in the hotel. I was telling my, you know, my friend, my friend was like, man, those prostitutes in Chicago making a lot of money in that Buffalo hotel. <laughs> <laughs> they want to celebrate a party and nobody can get in and out. They, they can't leave. Uh, I think the Chicago plus 12, I don't think it was bad. Chicago uh, was in it. I think the under 41 was bad, back. <laughs> Every score of an NFL game is 45. Uh, just because the weather was bad doesn't mean that with as many athletes as Buffalo has, that they weren't going to get the score up there. Buffalo just has so many weapons, and Josh Allen's irresponsible. We were betting that Josh Allen was going to do the rational thing, which is not try to run in the cold. And get himself hurt like every other NFL quarterbacks hurt. Every single NFL quarterback is hurt right now mm-hmm. from Hurts to Fields to everybody, they're all hurt. Fields can't run anymore. <laughs> Poor Fields, he was forced to be a dropback guy, so that's another reason to kind of bet the under. Uh, but I don't know. Bad, bad pick or bad luck? I think it was bad pick on the total for a third bad bad pick. Yeah, these... Inside, I can live with plus 12. Home game and Christmas. You're getting plus 12 points. Your professional team against a team that just wants to do enough to win. I don't feel that bad about it. the plus 12. The under 41 is what I feel bad about. That, that game was going over 41 the whole time.
1: So... The last two games Buffalo has played, this one and against Miami, there was supposed to be bad weather.
0: Right.
1: I didn't really think that the Chicago game, this Bears game, was bad weather. I didn't really
0: see it a lot. Well, Josh Allen. The I don't think the wind has an effect in that stadium the way it's built. It seems right, right. I don't think so either. And and to me,
1: Josh Allen ran the ball six times. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that. A little less than that, I'm fine with that. He runs three right. times, I'm fine with that. He did not have a great game. He's 15-26, 170 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Right. Six, six carries, 41 yards. He did not have a good game. Their running game was the difference in this game. I don't feel bad about the big point spread with Chicago because Chicago's at home. Supposedly, the weather's not great. The winds are going to kick up at times during the game. So when you have a big point spread like this, you generally take the underdog in a game like that.
0: Right.
1: What I didn't account for was that Chicago has no idea how to stop a running back from running the ball because <laughs> they had no idea. Cook and, and Singletary went completely off in this game. Receiving-wise, the Bills did nothing. Running-wise, the Bills did a lot. They, they ran for almost 300 yards in this game. So Chicago didn't want to tackle, and they had no, no. idea how to stop a running back. So, um, again, the under 41, I, I – I'm kicking myself for because you know what? Buffalo had some short fields in this game. They had the running backs were running like crazy. Should have seen it coming with the short fields and stuff like that. Buffalo just is the more talented team on, on, uh, on paper. And it showed on the field. So I should have Buffalo almost hit the over under by themselves. So that was,
0: you know, that's a bad pick on my part as well. So. Uh Houston, this is a game that got us profit for the week because we bet Houston plus three and Houston plus the money line plus one fifty one. Plus one fifty one is
1: great. Yeah, we. If you didn't listen to the the quick line change, you got live Houston stream.
0: plus three. <laughs> if you yep. didn't listen, to it, you listen to the podcast. You got Houston plus three.
1: Right. If you didn't listen to the the live stream, you're probably wondering what we're talking about. On the live stream, sometimes we talk about it. it, All three of us were on the live stream and we decided to throw a Houston money line pick out there. And that's why Josh is saying that that gave us a little bit more profit because of the fact that's when we came up with it. I just think Tennessee is in a world of hurt right now. I just think Tennessee is in – there's too much upheaval going on right there. I just think – I don't know if Tennessee's going to win another game the rest of the year, I, to be honest with you. So, I, I'm i totally happy with taking the underdog in that game, Houston, and then on the money line as well.
0: Um, it, it, I think it's really as simple as just say you get home from school and your mom says, hey, your dad's going into a meeting with the Boston Marks, probably going to get fired. You're going to have to look for a new job.
1: Mm-hmm
0: right yep uh and then you go and you go out and play basketball with your friends if your mom had not told you that you would have played better <laughs> yeah you, you're game with your friends if your mom hadn't told you that right you have this on your mind oh i'm gonna have to get a part-time job <laughs> you know what i mean yep they're yelling and screaming at home blah 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 I'm thinking about that when I'm shooting a jump shot. That's what's going on with Tennessee right now. Absolutely. It started with A.J. Brown. That's where the dysfunction started, where you get rid of your best player for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. And and the other thing is, they don't want Malik Willis throwing the ball.
1: He was a quarterback. He threw 14 with 23. 99 yards. Right. That he that they do not want him throwing the ball, and Derrick Henry only had 120 yards. Say only 120. That, that's really good. Not against Houston, he threw, runs for 200 yards. So the, all those all those things put together, they don't want the quarterback throwing. Derrick Henry didn't have his usual Derrick Henry game against Houston. But that led me to pick Houston, and all of us to pick Houston on the money line because Tennessee. Rabel just does not want to coach this team anymore. He just does not like this team, I think. So he's probably already let closest people know, hey, I don't like this team. I don't want to win another game. I don't want to go to the playoffs and get pounded by Buffalo or Kansas City. I don't want to do it. And that's and that's the thing that would happen. They'd get the seventh seed. They'd go play uh, Kansas City. They'd be blown out. They'd be out. So. <laughs> So, I think Vrabel's basically saying, okay, we're done. We're done. The trade, the firing of, of John Robinson, we're done. That's it. I, I, we're not going to win. Because Tannehill's not playing the rest of the year, supposedly. This is what I hear.
0: So. And this, and yeah, and this is the thing, right? Well, all these quarterbacks, Tannehill, all these, especially Lee Steinberg, guys, Tua, Tannehill, Hurts, all of them want to get paid on what's happened in the past. Exactly. They don't want with the future to affect their money. Exactly. You're going to get overpaid because none of those guys are any good. They're all good, but as far as uh, the NFL quarterbacks that Scott and I have been used to watching throughout the years, these guys suck compared to Absolutely. those we're, we, we're used to Marino. We're used to Elway. We're used to Joe Montana. That's what we're used to, being a good quarterback. You know, even your your uh, Steve Grogan's of the world, you know, those guys were good. Uh, those guys that used to be with the Jets, where they used to you lose all the time, but they used to throw 400 yards a game. Those Jets quarterbacks in the 80s and 90s, you know. We're not seeing that right
1: now. No, oh, this is the worst crop of NFL quarterbacks I've seen.
0: Started yeah, and there.
1: backups in a while. And yeah, no Willis, 14
0: for 23, 99 yards. So each completion was five yards? Yeah, that, that's seconds. terrible. Terrible. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, he, it makes – remember Josh Freeman? It makes They were saying, uh, Josh Freeman is better than all these guys. He's a great He, <laughs> back? he, is. he doing? He's still a young guy. Josh Freeman, you know, they were talking Josh Freeman. He's better than all these kids. Michael Bishop. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so, through most of them. So, we got the over-35. I'd say bad pick, man. I'm going to go that. That's going to be our fourth bad pick. What
1: do you think? Yeah. Yeah, Malik Willis threw two interceptions. That's, is this the Tennessee game still we're on? Yeah.
0: So, we okay. see Malik Willis. Malik Willis means under.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Malik Willis means under. I, I just – I get a bad feeling about it. They're going to play Dallas. this I, I have a sneaky
0: suspicion they're going to get shut out. I just don't. I don't like if that. Dallas is serious now. Yeah. It hasn't been played well. But right. Coaches are saying, hey, guys, we have a legitimate shot right here. at yep. the Super Bowl. Yep. So you guys are going to start playing well. Uh, you yep. guys are going to run sprints, run uh, stairs if we don't shut out. Test. It's,
1: with Malik Willis, it's all the things on the wall. He doesn't want him to throw the ball. He doesn't want – when he throws the ball, he wants him to throw it two yards past the line of scrimmage. When you look at that stuff, you look at unders. I mean, it's just, you know, Houston's not a team that's going to score 30 points. Tennessee's a team that with Malik Wilson is not going to score 20 points. So, yeah.
0: uh, we should have – it's a bad pick. Total bad 45 – uh, that's what I see how bad they are, right? Because 45 is the average score in an NFL game. Yep, and thirty-five was way too many points. Looking at this situation, look at Davis Mills. Yeah,
1: it's not good. These quarterbacks are not
0: good. <laughs> if I see <laughs> Davis Mills, I feel like pushing him around. Right? He doesn't seem. I wouldn't push Marino around. I wouldn't push Elway around. Those were, you know, pretty built guys. Warren Moon. Yep, built guys. Davis Mills, I push him
1: around. Five foot yeah. hundred and ten pounds. That's that's about what he is. So.
0: So that, that game. Uh, so bad pick on the over. So that's four, all right? And we had sixteen bad, uh, bad results. Seattle plus ten and a half at Kansas City. Kansas <laughs> City did, did all they could to help them cover. Yes, they did. They did. <laughs> they did.
1: <laughs> you know, so somebody somebody said and I, I didn't want to buy it at first, but I'm starting to buy it now, that Geno Smith has started to play like the old Geno Smith when he was with the Jets, where he's, he's not as confident. He's not completing easy passes. He's not, you know, he's trying to make the, the spectacular plays instead of the easy, uh, non-showy plays. And I kind of agree with that. I, I think he's trying to put that team on his back when he doesn't have to. No, he's Kevin Walker. He's, yeah, he's doing way too much in these games. And you know what? They're they're going three and out in a lot of these situations. He's just, and he missed Tyler Lockett tremendously in this game. There's no doubt about it because that's a security blanket. So to me, I think it's it's bad luck because the Chiefs were trying to give Seattle the oomph to, to cover the spread, number one. And number two, I think that Geno Smith is just trying to do way too much in these games and it's, it's hurting them and they're not going to make the playoffs because he's trying to do, do all this stuff in games. So.
0: No, and then we talked about corporate governance, right? Fundamental analysis. Yep. Uh, Pete Carroll's trying to do too much. Absolutely. No doubt. No and doubt. you know, he's, he's always saying no, no, no. Uh you can't have the same game plan the whole season. So Seattle has to make an adjustment. Yeah. And it has to go through Pete Carroll. And the office coordinator is like, oh, I don't know, too much trouble to start arguing. I'm going to sit here, start arguing with Pete Carroll, you know, his office. He's going to start throwing stuff at me. We we'll just keep everything the same. I'll keep getting paid whatever. But you have to make adjustments as the year is going on. Yeah. Carolina was forced to make an adjustment. So now they're different, da, da, da. Belly, to his credit, has a different game plan for the last every four game stretch. So New England's gonna have a new game plan, for, uh, last four games. It hasn't worked the last two weeks, or actually it has worked. They just don't have a legitimate office coordinator. That's true. That's true. So they don't yeah, so he needs yeah. to make a change. It's almost the same thing happening, right? We kind of predicted with Carroll and Belichie. They need offensive coordinator to be able to make adjustments. And to have a plan for each part of the season, not just have the whole plan that Carol came up with during the offseason. Yeah. But now yeah. that's not working anymore.
1: And, and the last thing I'll say about this Seattle game that just popped in my head, I think in the back of his mind, he's trying to say, hey, Russell, look, look, we can do it without you. Right. And and it's not working right now because you're not allowing things to
0: work. Right. Right. Uh Bad pick or bad luck. I think Minnesota minus four was not a bad pick. The under 48, I struggle with, but I I think it was a bad pick to make it our fifth bad pick. Last week, we had six bad picks. This week, we have five bad picks. So that means what we got to do is focus. (laughs) We have to focus, focus, focus. We focus. That's 12 wins right there so far. We're not even done yet. It's about focus and thinking things through a little bit. Now I don't have to... Presence for Anna is not in my head. She's got her presents. But still, it's no excuse. Next year, when I'm thinking about presents and making sure the presents are there, hidden, because she likes to scour through everything to find out where the presents are. Uh, Oh, okay. Okay. Right? To have some surprises that... So I have to block time better than block time <laughs> for the NFL game thinking through because if I think him through now I have the data if I think him through I have six more additional wins five yeah. so far yeah the under forty eight average score the NFL game is forty five this game was going over the whole time because the Giants are a depleted team so now we should have done it two weeks ago we did it some. Now we have to go full board on teams that are, A, quitting, and teams that are just depleted. They're quitting because they're depleted, or they're just depleted. The guy's guy's worn out. The guy doesn't have anything left. His muscles are all shot because he's been playing 100% of the snaps on defense and 100% of the snaps on tapes and coming in on offense every once in a while. He can't do it anymore. The the, the cornerback for, 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 you know, what is Belichick doing? bringing the guy in, the cornerback, coming in and using him as a decoy, bringing him in motion. That guy needs to rest his legs. He needs to have his legs up. Because then you're running him Bellatrix on special teams. That kid needs to be on the sidelines when the office is on with his feet up. (laughs) Off his feet, man. What do you think, uh, Scott?
1: I will tell you this. I had the over on this game all the way up until about 2.30 – Wednesday afternoon, and I switched my pick because I thought the Giants' offense was going to stutter on passing the ball. Running the ball, I thought Saquon would be okay. Passing the ball, I had my reservations about Daniel Jones, and I, I thought that if Minnesota could play just a little better pass defense, this game was going under. This game was going under, and they didn't, and their defense has been really bad lately. And Daniel Jones found the, I could play quarterback uh, fountain again. And he didn't play that bad. So I had seen some stuff, you know, with Daniel Jones stat wise. And and I basically watched a couple, not the whole game, but a couple of the quick first halves and stuff against Philadelphia and Washington to see exactly what he was doing. And this kid, Isaiah Hodgins, who had not been targeted the first 10 games of the year, all of right. a sudden has come out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> and he's, That's his favorite receiver now. So I, I didn't account for that, that he would come out of anywhere. I thought it was going to be Darius Slate, and it wasn't. So I went under, and I, I, I'm kicking myself ever since that game ended because it it was classically an overgame. Both offenses, middle of the pack to upper echelon, um, running the ball, more so than passing the ball, and the defenses were both were both terrible, and their injury plagued, too. So, right, Bad even this point,
0: you know, in school over there, there's a law, and then there's a theory, and what I say out here to know and not to do is not to know. Yep, I know that. Look at the Giants. Look at this. We're watching teams. Look at this. Look at this nonsense. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's, that's it. that's it. Your cornerback 60% of snaps. That's 66, 19, 19 snaps. That's
1: and their secondary is totally banged up right now. They have injuries. How can in, they not be banged
0: up? Injuries. Right. So for, you're a coach, for safety, look at that, you're starting free safety, 46%, 59%. What, what is this? Yeah, 59. I am, I agree. For a the guy like to step in. The, the union. DeMarie Smith is just taking the money in his sleep. But I know. they're illegally under the salary cap.
1: The, the thing is, and you can – I mean, look at the C. Ham guy from Minnesota. You can explain that. 18% on offense, 66% on specialties. You can explain that, okay? When you're a defensive player, especially in the secondary, and I, I thought Dable was a smarter guy than he is, okay? When you are – He's so
0: lucky. He can the. He
1: can play the lottery and just quit coaching. Yeah, he's so lucky. When Dayball <laughs> took that job, I thought things were going to be tightened up and things were going to change. And obviously, they haven't. And I didn't didn't look at the Giants. See, this is this is the one thing. I, I don't know if you agree with this. I didn't look at the Giants as a cheat team. I looked at them as the mayors as some an ownership group that will do whatever it takes to get a winning team on the field. Right. Those stats right there show me you're not trying to do whatever it takes to win games and no. try to get the best product on the field. You're a cheap no. team. You're a cheap owner. You've cheaped out this year. Right. And that, that's wrong. It's totally wrong. Right. And
0: you say, Josh, where you get the stats, these, these are actually uh, – the, the real numbers aren't publicized. Absolutely. Absolutely, And uh, people can't know where these numbers are coming from. But I got this number from an agent where they get the independent number, the real numbers. And, it, and it's complicated. They only do it so guys with the NBA can figure it out. Right? Yep. Because they lie about these numbers. But New England's actually doing... Uh, they're kind of being cheap in a way, but not totally. They they pay for what they need to pay for. Yep. But yep. uh Cincinnati, right? They're $170 million underneath the salary. Washington, 135 million. New England, 218. And that's because they're doing poor-rated money, yep. different shenanigans for Brady and this and that. So, New are all right. New England's actually, they're doing what they do, cheat. <laughs> with a to make money. But they're actually spending money. So, there's a differentiation. Indianapolis, right? Uh, the Chargers, the Jets, Miami, Baltimore. Um, let's see where the Giants are in that Because I remember the Giants. They're right there under Baltimore. Right there in the Baltimore. Yep. See, Baltimore has 137 uh, million under salary cap, and they're doing It's funny because same type teams doing the same type thing. Uh, Baltimore and New England veteran coaches, they're actually doing shenanigans, right? They're cheating. Uh, they're, they're committing legal fraud. Right to actually pay the players, but actually be underneath the salary cap. These other teams are straight up cheap. Yep. So the Giants have $219 million underneath the salary cap, more than any other team. And you can throw the Patriots out because that's a lie. (laughs) Baltimore get a lie, and Baltimore has been caught for fraud. So these are people who are billionaires who like doing fraud, you know, Baltimore in New England. But all the rest of the teams are flat-out cheap. Pittsburgh, the Rooney family, flat-out cheap, right? Uh, well, look at Kansas City. They only have $111 million underneath Stanley Camp. Buffalo, trying to get that stadium, only has 44. Yep. And they have a yep. talented team. But look at the Giants, who we're talking about now, uh, $219 million. Yep. Right, so that's six bad picks, cheap old team. Cheap teams mean can mean the under is they're doing what uh Africa did last night. Keep the ball in the middle of the field, keep the game running. Uh San Francisco under 38. Don't feel bad about that. No. Nope. Uh, Philadelphia plus five and a half under 47. So that's our sixth bad pick. That that game was going over 47 the whole game.
1: Yeah. I'll give you one name, God Nam and okay. That's the over. That that is the over. Because he's going to throw the ball and stay in the pocket and not run like Jalen Hurts.
0: Right, right. That's the difference. So, and running takes uh, time off the clock. Absolutely. Absolutely. No yeah. question. No question. Uh, Miami minus four. We thought it was going to go over the 49 points. How did that game not go over? So
1: because two, about that. two or th- three interceptions the last three drives. Sure. That's that's exactly <laughs> why.
0: That's exactly that's why it. because
1: because bad luck. yeah, bad luck because I have a, a feeling that one of those three drives, if Tua does not throw the interception, they go down and score Now, two right. is right. in the concussion protocol. He was playing with the concussion, and nobody knew it. Nobody knew it except for him.
0: Right,
1: selfish, very selfish on his part.
0: Conspiracy theory is he's paid off the doctor to say he had a concussion. Yep. Yep. For our next $20 million contract because this is his contract year. Yep. He wants to get paid on what has happened so far where the jury's still out. Absolutely. Absolutely. He wants a mistrial. That's so what he wants. And if it's true,
1: he does have one. Say, say it's true he does have one. That's three, three concussions in one year's time. Nice. For football players, that's that's very, no good, very difficult. Good. That's
0: not good. Not good. So again, like Lamar Jackson, who's hurt, wants to get paid on what he's done so far, hurts all these guys. None of these guys have proven to me. They can read defense. Yeah. Yeah. So that that took us out. That one drive took us out of two picks. Yes. There was yeah. correlation. Involved. And we'll those bring three, in correlation for next week. Those really three tomorrow. interceptions.
1: Those three interceptions lost us two bets. Basically.
0: Right. Exactly. So, Arizona plus a 10, right? We ended up getting that right because we switched that out. Yep. Uh, over 40, because we always say it on the podcast, if the line gets too crazy, we're going to go the other way. And this was the game where Arizona got 10 points. Once they got to 10 points at home on a holiday weekend, that's automatic. Mm-hmm. For a longtime time veteran listening to the podcast, they did it in their sleep. <laughs> they saw it go past a key number of 10 on home on a holiday weekend where the rest are going to give you every single call. Yep. Over 40? I don't even feel bad about that. That should have gotten over 40. Uh, you, you can't just process how inept both teams were in offense. McSorley played better at uh, at uh, Penn State than that. We'll, we'll do that one and then uh, close this out with the Tampa Bay game.
1: So... I, I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady this year. I, I we talked about it pregame. I said pregame that he does not lo- look like the Tom Brady that I, I am very used to seeing. He he looks very um I wouldn't say scared, he looks very skittish in his pocket. He looks he looks like he's looking for defenders up in his face. JJ Watt was a total menace to the to the Tampa Bay offensive line in that game. Uh um, hey. So if Brady just, you know, you just throw one touchdown pass that you didn't Tampa Bay covers and they go over. Exactly. I, I just don't know what is going on with Tom Brady. Although now that I think about it, I wonder if he's saying I'm at the end of my career. I've already done what I need to do. I've done after this year because I don't I don't know if he's going he to play this
0: year. has a chance for the Super Bowl though.
1: They still do. They,
0: all the goals are in play. Half of me thinks he's been tanking because he knows he can win the division sleepwalking. And you're going to yeah. see a different Tom Brady yep. moving forward. Yep. And the real game plan. Arian said the real game plan is finally going on. They just need to win the division.
1: And Which they have they, a chance, Carolina, on Sunday. So if be they beat Carolina, they're going to a whole new
0: team during the playoffs. He says, yes. We're going to be a whole new team during the playoffs. So you, said also, plan. You, you said going into the season that was the plan, yeah. To to middle to hide everything until the last three games of the season, win those three games, get in the playoffs, and then the real Tampa Bay Buccaneers come out in the playoffs. Agreed. yeah, agree, agree. And then last one to take us home because I know you have to make an appointment. Yep. In the plus plus five over forty six.
1: Did I have the charges? I think I picked the charges. You got it right.
0: You got it right. I one.
1: I'll tell you what: the under over. Nick falls threw two interceptions early in the game. Right. Justin Herbert threw one or two interceptions early in the game. That's three or four turnovers in the first quarter.
0: But you can't okay. predict turnovers.
1: No. And neither team scored. Wanted to score. Right. They looked like they didn't want to score. It was zero zero after the first quarter. I I knew it, we were in trouble after after the first quarter.
0: So and I think this game could have gone either way. I really don't feel bad. Yeah. Either. They should have yeah. covered the five points. They were inside the one-yard line. The game is 13-3. You're at the one-inch yard line, and you have uh over a ton on the offensive line and can't make one inch. Nick Nick Foles, nothing says under like Nick Foles, to be honest with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he he hasn't he's it played is. before last night, he played one game in two years. It's a Deshaun Watson <laughs> thing. He just has right. not played that much. He just is not, he's not gonna be the quarterback you would hope he's gonna be. So right. they're playing the Giants this week. I, I'm seriously looking at the end. I've already done some research on that game. Right. I'm seriously looking at the end. It's at at New York, it's probably gonna be cold, it's probably gonna be windy. You know, Nick Foles will not perform well. And these the guys end.
0: are done,
1: right? These guys the Colts are eliminated. They're they're done. They're just playing out the season now. So but I
0: mean I mean mentally.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. They've checked out. They're gone.
0: You know, Jeff Saturday's your coach. Yep. And you know, looking at their participation chart, which I'll do a little bit more. I'm gonna look at more pass for play. Plus, this stud Uh, running back
1: is out for the year too. So the way they're looking at it is, here we go, another retread quarterback. You know what? Goodbye, out.
0: So, yeah, I I I think the Colts are a done team. To be honest, yeah, these you. guys are here, all done, right? Rob, Davidson, yep. Taylor, uh, Hinton, uh, to also—they're all done.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, they, I would not be surprised if they go to New York Sunday and the Giants win like seventeen to nothing.
0: Right, it's going to be some sort of blowout, but it's yeah. going to be a blowout that it doesn't go over.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's that's just the way it is. So, yeah, these guys are
0: probably well. Ken, Taza, Taylor. All these guys are done. He's like, oh, I'm playing 100% of special teams. Oh, what? You want me to play eight snaps on D? Are you nuts? (laughs) He's just going to let the Giants guy go by him.
1: Well, 100%, 22% on special teams. So, to me, the Colts are, as we said they were, cheap team. Don't pay for depth. All these guys are playing. Special teams, offense, defense, whatever. So,
0: all right, we're gonna get you to
1: your appointment on time. It was hard to get. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop out of here in a second. So, um, all right,
0: so we'll see you tomorrow. We're gonna to think through things, and it was seven, right? So we're gonna get seven more. Yep. So our record by executing
1: should have, have been, been what twenty two and thirteen or something like that. Twenty two yeah, and yeah. fourteen, somewhere in that ballpark. Twenty two and nine. Twenty two and nine, which. That's seventy percent weak, right there, basically, right. without doing the math.
0: So, really, that's because number two, we kind of get in there, but eight percent of the play is rigged. Because yeah, to the U.S. integrity, eight percent. what? This is professional football. No, it's not sports. It's an entertainment company. Look at the registration in New Jersey. <laughs> this, this. Hey, listen.
1: Everything in the NFL, NFL fantasy betting. What's it all about? Money. It's about right, money right. and that, and that's the simple fact that you gotta realize is when it's all it's about money
0: podcast it's gotten on it. they haven't gotten any of them right right <laughs> and when people
1: when it's about money there's gonna be some shady things that go on referees <laughs> some referees get paid off some you know coaches get bought off i mean look at uh, miles austin suspended right. for a year why gambling <laughs> gambling
0: so the, the Jets assi- assistant coach Yeah, Jets assistant
1: coach. Yeah. He got suspended for a year for gambling. <laughs> Calvin Ridley down in Jacksonville. Suspended a year for what? Gambling. <laughs> These guys bet. These guys bet. They don't we get have caught to, but they to
0: get inside that 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 8%. But really the max we can do is 72%. Yeah. Just based on the information out there. Scott and yeah. I have been old, so we can kind of fish out some conspiracy things going on. Right. But that's hard to get inside that 8%. So 72% is about as high as you can get. But regular casino games are, what, 20%? Average better 20%. We give it all away. You don't have to give action sports $1,000. Wishing Churchill said, we make a living from our labor, but we make a life from what we give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network.